good evening and um, happy Easter. <laughs> happy Easter to everyone out there. Um, I believe you had you having a great time and um, it was a great time in church and um, a good time to remember what Christ has done for us. And um, I must confess, I almost didn't want to do this, but um, it's, it pleases God that it is true, um, the message of the gospel that men will be saved and um, there is no special time um, and there is no better time let me put it that way to talk about the importance of the cross you know every year we get around this time with families or with ourselves in church celebrating the Easter um, season celebrating the crucifixion resurrection of Christ we have called Friday Good Friday because even though you know, um, by virtue of the circumstances, it's supposed to be the, um, a, a painful day, but we call it Good Friday because we, we believe and, um, um, yeah, we believe that what happened that day, you know, it's not a bad thing, it's something that um, in the long run was important to have happened. And so we call it Good Friday and um, on Sunday, we are celebrating because Jesus Christ rose rose up and um, because of that we have access to the Father that's how I believe as Christians and um, that is why it's important for us to always remind ourselves of what happened before and after the cross is there any changes is there anything that matters to our lives what happened over 2,000 years ago how does it affect my life how does it affect the way I see myself how does it affect the way I live a good place to start is understanding the fact that by virtue of the coming of Christ a new covenant happened it is no longer the old covenant where it's all about laws do's and don'ts and truth and grace came by Jesus Christ the new covenant ushered in by Christ that is what that is what we believe that is what is the gospel and because of this it is important for us to know why the new covenant what was my position before um, the crucifixion of Christ and the resurrection of Christ what was my position after the resurrection of Christ and it is for this reason the Holy Spirit has propelled me to target before and after before and after Sunday night what, um, Sunday morning yes yes before and after Sunday morning what was our position before then and we can look at um, the disposition of the disciples you know um, um, during the crucifixion of Christ and uh, before the crucifixion of Christ the fear the um, inconsistency the lack of confidence the lack of courage and um, we, you know this is especially um, portrayed um, when Jesus Christ even rose on Sunday and you know he was with the two other disciples on the road to Emmaus unveiling things about him and they didn't even know because they were worried they were scared they were dejected you know we can imagine the feeling it was supposed to be the messiah you know healing miracles and he couldn't even save himself on the cross and you know i can imagine the um the position the disciples were like where are we at right now like what next what are we supposed to do and uh, that is why it's key for us to know our position after Sunday morning, where we are before Sunday morning. The importance of the cross is so central to our life, the, the work of the cross, what has been done, and it will 
it will be necessary for us to go back in history before the new covenant you know we in romans chapter 5 especially emphasize the fact that through adam sin came into the world and then you know by virtue of um um will i say genetics now or by virtue of our association or by virtue of us being in the loins of Adam and by virtue of course of him being the representative of man just like um, the way our parents are representatives the way um, our ancestors are representatives sort of and um, we automatically take part in what our parents do so that is the same thing with um, Adam being our representative and by virtue of that we all became sinners in Romans chapter 5 went forward and talked about how through one man sin came into the world and we all became sinner but through one man many are made righteous and that's um the importance that that, that is the um implication of the new covenant that is the implication of the crucifixion of christ that is the implication of what happened on good friday uh, it is not just um that jesus christ was martyred because he called himself god no, it's a prophecy that was being fulfilled. Isaiah specifically said that he bore our infirmities. He took away all our sins. And why are we talking about this? You know, why, why are we having this discussion? Why are we having this? Why are we emphasizing? Because it is on this very premise that who we are as believers, who we are as Christians, it is on this premise rather that we are defined there is no definition of being a christian outside of what happened friday night and what happened sunday morning because if we try to define ourselves outside of that then we we are nullifying the work of work um, the what happened on the cross so we we take our reference from the cross before friday night um it has been despair, worry, we're still not reconciled with God, uh, we're in a state of spiritual amnesia, we, we were separated from God, we had to keep the laws, we had to, um, you know, um, um, bond offering and all of that. And, you know, we may not have the time to really dig deep, but if we look back at the old covenant laws, we realize that God has been telling the story of Jesus Christ, you know, through the sacrifices, the bond offering, the um, sin, the meal offering, the trespass offering. Everything was complete in Christ Jesus. In the old covenant, we realize that when um, someone offends or he feels he has committed a sin, he brings the lamb. And when he gets to the presence of the high priest, he places his hands on the lamb. And there's an exchange. So it is, um, it is presumed that the innocence of the lamb is transferred to the, um, to, the, to the person and his guilt is transferred to the lamb. Then the high priest takes the lamb and slaughters it. That is what really happened on the cross representation so jesus christ came to fulfill all that the law has been saying so on that very good friday you know jesus christ actually paid for all our sins past present and future it is very important that we know this so that when we get into situations that are contrary to what um, we know happened on that friday morning we are able to take reference from the cross and that is why it is finished everything has been paid for jesus christ wasn't a mad person <laughs> it is actually a fulfillment 
of the of of of, um, of the prophet's fulfillment of the plan of God before the foundation of the earth was laid. So it's important that we understand this. It's important that this sits in our heart as believers. So we're not just. It's not about just celebrating history, but it's 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 very important that we know the implication. We know where we stand by virtue of what happened on the cross, and much more important is what happened on Sunday morning. Why? Why um, we understand the fact that he was crucified? This, you know, sometimes just ask ourselves: Was there any reason for him to have, you know, to have? Um, was there any reason for resurrection? What is the point of resurrection? What is the point of resurrection? And that's why that this is where we lay more emphasis on, because what God would have us understand is the fact that. Resurrection of Christ means death has been defeated. Now, am I saying that we are not going to um, leave this body, or we are not going, or this body is not going to get decayed, or we are not going to leave this world? No. But prior to the resurrection, crucifixion, and you know, um, the orchestration of God, it was death and it was final. We are doomed to hell because in our very nature is sin, in our very um, composition is sin. But resurrection revealed implied that the fact that now we are no longer doomed when we live this world as eternal life there is there's now reconciliation with god and we can hope for eternity we can hope for good eternal life and it's it's um <laughs> it's sweet what god you know would do for us or what god did for us and um there is no better way to enjoy this life and to really have joy than to receive these finished works of Christ. We can never pay fully for um, our sinful nature. We can, we can, it couldn't have been that God, you know, would have said, oh, you guys have to keep paying sacrifices and all of those things because it's not enough. That's why the Bible recorded that the blood, the blood of bulls and um, lambs and goats is, is not enough. So he had to send someone. He had to send himself to come and do the reconciliation. And a lot of people will be like, oh, that's, that, um, that's just poetic justice and all of that. But if it pleases God that it should be that way, why not? And this is very important in the way we see ourselves. Even when we make mistakes, we don't see ourselves condemned. Because by virtue of the cross, we are, there's no longer condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus so now we are no longer being, we are no longer being represented by Adam. We are represented by Christ before the Father, and it is as we receive this abundance of grace that we are able to actually walk in the fullness of righteousness. You and I, as we speak now, we are righteous before God because of the blood. That is how powerful the blood is. That is how um, finished. Yeah, I like the word finished. The work of Christ is. When we meditate, when we think upon these things, when we think upon what has been finished for us, walking in fullness of holiness, it comes effortless. But anytime we're trying to pay for our sins, then we are denying the grace of the cross. And that is why it is grace. That is why we are saved by grace. Said Jesus Christ has not come into the world to condemn the world. No, that's not what he has said. He sent his son to save the world, not to condemn the world. And we don't have to do anything then, just believe. 
believe this is it. And that is the reason why we celebrate Easter, because we know that we can never, we could never. So we shouldn't get carried away with um, the festive season, not understanding where you stand right now after Sunday morning. As Jesus Christ is, so are you. Where you stand right now is the fact that even though we can't physically see Jesus anymore, we have the Holy Spirit with us. That is our belief. And it should matter in our decisions and the way we see ourselves every day. And that is the implication of the celebration of Easter. We can do this forever. <laughs> we can talk about this forever. But it's good that uh, we have this reminder on this special day. And starting from tomorrow, we are able to remember who we are in Christ Jesus, wrapped in Him, wrapped in the blood. The blood speaking for us. The blood, um, I would like to put it now. The, um, yeah, the blood representing us in every season. So it's no, it's no longer about us, it's about Him and what we are in Him. And I'm, 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 I'm hoping that we can do this some other time, um, very soon, <laughs> because all that matters about us is Christ Jesus. All that matters about us is the resurrection, crucifixion, the implication of these things in our lives and how we reckon, incline, consider it every step of the way. Because the blood is powerful. What happened was it was a divine exchange. It wasn't some, you know, dramatic God playing drama coin and all of that. No. We take reference from the cross. Our identity is in the cross, from the cross. And what God has finished. And no, what, what is God trying to say? He's trying to say, I've loved you with an everlasting love. And this is love because I loved you first by sending myself, by sending myself to actually. When you look at the whole process of God coming down in form of man, the person of Jesus to actually do all of these things, there is no better explanation than love. Love made him do it. Not our prayers, not our fasting, just love. And I believe that as you receive this, you will grow more confident in the goodness of God and in the love of God for you. So thank you for listening. I want you to share this with your friends because we need to, you know, people need to know where they stand and what they stand to gain coming to Christ. God bless you and have a wonderful year remaining. Um, the rest of the year is going to be fruitful for you, productive for you because of what Christ has paid for, for you and I. Good night.